to the River of Life Christian Center, Upper Marlboro uh, Sunday morning broadcast. Uh, we're so excited and delighted to have you to join along with us this morning. My name is Pastor Thomas W. Rich, Jr. My wife is right here with me, Co-Pastor Joanne Rich. She's sitting there smiling and waving to everybody from the other side of the camera. But, but we're excited and we, we feel honored and privileged that you have joined in with us today. Today, let me tell you, we're gonna do part two. Last Sunday, we started a teaching from the title, We Need a Touch. And, and this morning, I want to continue with that because uh, we only got uh, to one of the three or four points that we're going to be establishing as we go through the teaching. Uh, we, we believe that this is an important word for all of us as we're transitioning from 2020 into 2021. Amen. One of the things the Lord reminded me of as I was praying and, and thinking about the text and the, and the message for this week and messages for the year 2021 is that we had a lot that we carried in 2020. But God is saying that if we're looking unto him, if we're drawing near to him, yes. that, that a lot of the stuff that we carried was always intended for him to carry. And, and, and so the message that we're going to be sharing with you today is a message that if you allow God, he's going to carry for you. He's going to help you. He's going to open doors, knock down walls. He's going to make a way. And so this morning, I ask you, if you would, uh, to, to join in with me. If you have your Bibles, you can open your Bibles to Matthew chapter 8. Uh, that's where we taught from last week. And we're going to, uh, while you're opening your Bibles, I'm going to bow my head, close my eyes, and say a word of prayer. And then we'll read the, the verses this morning. Father, we bless you. We honor you. We magnify you. We give you glory and we give you praise. Lord, we have had the experience of living without you. And that was terrible. But we've had also the experience of living with you. And we have been blessed beyond measure as we have stayed close to you. And so this morning, God, as we look into your word for direction as we're transitioning into 2021. God, we thank you for drawing us unto you so that we can have the benefit of your presence, your guidance, your strength, your encouragement, your hope, and your direction. God, as your mouthpiece this morning, I ask you to quiet me down so that you can speak through me that everything that I say and everything I do will be your mouth, your words, your heart, your spirit, your motivation, your purpose, yes. that your people might receive what thus saith the Lord. So God, I, I thank you. Anoint me now for this hour that you plan to use me. And we give you glory, honor, and praise. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen. amen. and amen. So if you have your Bibles open to Matthew chapter 8, we're going to be reading from the Amplified Bible. We're going to read the first three verses. Beginning at verse 1, it says, When Jesus came down from the mountain, great throngs followed him. Verse 2, And behold, a leper came up to him 
and prostrating himself, worshiped the Lord, saying, Lord, if you are willing, you are able to cleanse me by curing me. Verse three, Jesus reached out his hand and touched him saying, I am willing, be cleansed. Immediately, his leprosy was cleansed. Amen, 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 amen. Family, as I have been praying and thinking about this word for this week, as I was trying to uh, remain connected to last week, you may recall if you you, uh, were with us for last week and if you didn't get to see it, we encourage you to go on to our Facebook page and check out part one from last week. We spent a lot of time last week talking about a leper. We defined what leprosy is. We told you what the current or the modern name of leprosy is. We, we, we identified who discovered uh, the disease and the fact that leprosy now is a disease that doesn't just have a medicine that manages it, but it is a curable disease. We learned last week that uh, leprosy was very similar to what we're experiencing with COVID-19. We learned last week that people who had leprosy uh, were required to say and believe this or not. This is according to the, the scripture study that I've done. They were required to keep a distance of six feet from everyone that did not have leprosy in order to try to prevent infecting them with the disease of leprosy. Six feet. Doesn't that sound familiar to you? Uh, We also learned that uh, lepers were required to to live in a leper's camp or uh, to live away from their families. We we learned that if a person had the disease of leprosy, that uh, no one wanted to be near them because they were fearful that uh, they would get the germ of leprosy and that it was easily and very contagious. And so they would not even allow a leper to live around his family. He lived with other lepers in a leper camp outside of, on the outskirts of the city. All of that is what we learned about leprosy last week. And we talked about that because it was so, there were so many similarities between what folk experienced as lepers and what we're seeing today with this disease called COVID-19. One of the things that we learned, and we closed out with this point, and I'm gonna mention this point, and then we're gonna move forward from here. Last week, we learned that when the text said that the leper came to meet Jesus, when Jesus came from doing his, performing his miracles and doing his teaching, that this leper came into Jesus' presence and said, Lord, if you will, I can be healed and cleansed, made clean by you. And Jesus declared to him, I will be thou clean. And this leopard was cleansed of his leprosy. Not only was he healed, but he was healed in such a way that uh, Jesus touched him and healed him first. Then he was available that he could be touched by others because he no longer had the disease. Listen, uh, what the doctors and medical science is doing now, we pray 
that it gives us long lasting, permanent uh, ability to be around our family and our friends and not worry about transmitting the disease. Yeah. But I'm telling you that when Jesus touched that leper, that man was healed for all time. I, I, I want you to know one other thing before I transition. And that is, we're talking about we need a touch. And I shared with you that uh, psychology suggests that uh, people are healed by touch. Uh, you, you can understand how a person feels about you by the way that they touch you. Yeah. You can be encouraged by touch. You can be strengthened by touch. You can be uplifted by touch. Touch uh, is very important to the human experience. Man, I have watched puppies and cats and other animals when they are feeling affection for one another, they rub up against one another. Touch is uh, an experience that communicates special feelings of security and affection and care and tenderness, as well as strength and empowerment. Yeah. Uh, I, I mentioned to you, or maybe I didn't, I don't know, but uh, sitting right there is my wife. And I'm telling you, she knows where and how she can touch me on the shoulder and give me all the strength and power that I need. She can touch me on the head. And the way that she does it, I know that it's something special and it just feels good. And in this day of COVID-19, we have folk who cannot be touched. But in our text, this man was unable to be touched by anybody. But Jesus was willing to stretch forth his hand and touch him. And that touched, healed that man of his disease. So as we're transitioning into part two, we've learned that leprosy is a powerful illustration of, uh, of a physical disease. But today I want to point out that it is also a powerful illustration of sin. In other words, uh, the illustration that we're drawing of leprosy and COVID-19 has a spiritual application. And I want to examine that as we head toward point two, because uh, we talked about the side effects of leprosy. We talked about the side effects of COVID-19. Now I, wanna, I want you to remember that sin also has side effects. The side effects of sin makes you hide. The side effects of sin make you want to go the other direction. The side effects of sin make you want to come out at night. Uh, yeah, I know there's some folk that are so arrogant in their sin that they're willing to do it in the daylight. But most of the time, history tells us that when we know that we're wrong, we want to do it in darkness. We want to be hiding from the light. But I'm introducing you today to the glorious light of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And when that light shines on us, that light reveals what is ill in us, what is needs to be healed in us, and, and, and what needs to be availed so that the Lord himself can touch us yeah. and bring us out of darkness into the marvelous light. So I, I, first of all, let me just remind you, I'm convinced that God did not send leprosy or COVID-19, but he's able to heal us no matter what that disease is. He absolutely has the ability to stop every insidious disease, including sin, and he can stop it in its track. 
And so I'm, I'm telling you that COVID-19 and leprosy is an illustration to us that it is time for each of us to draw near, to draw close to God if we want his intervention. I told you last week that uh, the first point that we learned is that when this leper heard that Jesus was coming, he left the leprosy camp went to Jesus, fell down on his face, prostrated himself and called him Lord and worshiped Jesus and said, if you are willing, you can cleanse me and make me whole. Jesus said, I'm willing. He's touched him and made him whole. So our first point last week is, was genuine worship moves God and inclines God toward every worshiper. That was our first point. As I move forward today, just like leprosy, I want you to know that sin is contagious. And I told you, leprosy and COVID-19, the spiritual application is sin because it makes us hide. It makes us keep distance. It makes us uh, feel insecure. But just like leprosy, sin is contagious. Just like leprosy, Sin is a debilitating disease that corrupts its victim. Like leprosy, sin makes every sinner essentially dead while alive. Why, why am I saying that? Because I told you that the lepers were alive, but they couldn't be touched. The lepers were alive, but they couldn't go near to anybody else. And when you are sinning, uh, I know there's some folk who are so sick in their sin that they could care less who sees them. But most of us have a story to tell, but we don't want anybody to know it. And the truth is God knows our story anyhow, and he's trying to draw us near to him mm -hmm. so that he can touch us and heal us of our sin. Listen, in Jesus' time, lepers were treated terribly. In fact, there are many illustrations of how they were treated as less than human. They were treated as if they were people who did not have feelings. They were treated as if they were people who did not have needs. And even the religious folk and even the religious leaders at the time of Jesus and for hundreds of years before, if you were a leper, you were treated inhumanely and terribly. And yet in our text in Matthew chapter 8, we discover that despite all of these discouraging and disgrading, degrading things, this leper came to Jesus because he knew if there was any hope of being healing, that hope was in Christ Jesus. Amen. That leper understood how terrible his problem was. As sinners, y'all, too often we try to act like our sin is okay. But when you know that your sin is wrong, when you know that it is terrible, when you get tired of being sick and tired, uh, you like the leper are going to find Jesus. You're going to lay down. You're going to worship him. And you're going to say out loud, Lord, if you will, you can cleanse me and make me whole. Listen, it started with the leper recognizing how terrible his condition was. And it starts for you and me recognizing that our sin is also terrible. Uh, but the leper not only was aware, he was made aware of it by the way that other people treated him.
They made him feel like he was incurable and he was hopeless. This morning, I want you to catch our second point. Number one, we, we told you that our worship and drawing near to God opened the door to healing and to breakthrough. Point two, this leper seriously wanted to be healed and that desire required him to do something that was both extraordinary and necessary. And this is what he did. He stepped out on faith in Christ Jesus. That's our second point. If you really want to be healed, if you really want a breakthrough, if you really want to change, if you really want doors to be open that need to be, that have been shut, and, and if you want doors closed that have been open, you've got to step out on faith yeah. in Christ Jesus. Yeah. Listen, y'all, this leper may have been led to believe that his condition was incurable and hopeless, but he wanted to be healed. You got to want what Christ offers you. And if you want it badly enough, then you got to be willing to step out from your comfort zone on faith and allow Jesus to touch you and make you whole. Listen, that's a faith act. And faith does not typically start with evidence. He heard that Jesus was a healer. He heard about the great teaching of Jesus, but he had not witnessed it. And he had no academic evidence that Jesus had ever healed a leper. And yet he came to Jesus because he knew that Jesus was a healer. And he heard that that healer was in town. And by faith, and that was enough, y'all, by faith, he reached before Jesus, stretched out, called him Lord, and said, if you will, you can cure me. You can heal me. You can make me whole. Uh, by faith, y'all, what's faith anyway? Uh, in the Living Bible, it says from 11, Hebrews 11, 1, what is faith? It is the confident assurance that something we want is going to happen. This brother had leprosy, but he had the confident assurance that what he had heard about Jesus was enough to give him a healing breakthrough. The rest of 11.1 from Hebrews uh, in the Living Bible. It is the certainty that what we hope for is waiting for us, even though we cannot see what is up ahead. He had only heard that Jesus was a healer. No evidence that Jesus had ever healed a leper. In that time, people thought that if you had leprosy, that was it. You were condemned to live in a leprosy camp and die, never being touched by anybody other than possibly another leper. But he was willing to take the risk of going to Jesus. So I said to you last week, genuine worship, which is what he did, moves God and inclines God toward the, the leper or toward the worshiper. Point number two, we've got to step out on faith in Christ Jesus. Listen, John 7, 38 from the Amplified talks about it like this. Jesus said, he who believes in me, in the Amplified, parenthetically, that means who cleaves to and trusts in and relies on me as the scripture has said, 
from his innermost being shall flow continuous springs and rivers of living water. Amen. Oh, I hope you felt that. <laughs> this brother came by himself because he understood that there was no one who could or would take him to Jesus. But by faith, he believed that he could be healed. And so as a consequence, he worshiped him. And that worship moved God and inclined God toward him. Number two, he stepped out on faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, listen to 1 John 5 and 5, again from the Amplified, because this is going to give us our third point. 1 John 5, 5. Who is it that is victorious over? And by over, it means that conquers the world. But he who believes that Jesus is the Son of God. Did y'all hear that? Who is it that's victorious? That conquers the world. But you who believe that Jesus is the Son of the world. If you believe it, then you have to adhere to, trust in, and rely upon that fact. That's the Amplified, 1 John 5, 5. So our third point of the lesson. Victory over disease or any challenge that will come in our life requires that we adhere to, trust in, and rely upon Jesus Christ as our healer, our deliverer, and the one who will give us our breakthrough. I said this guy came with no academic evidence that Jesus could heal a, a leper. But that didn't matter to him. He heard that Jesus was a healer and he was willing to give up and take the risk of prostrating himself and worshiping God, which opened the door so that the Lord could draw near to him. The Bible says, draw near to me and I'll draw near unto you. That opened the door. It made way. It was a demonstration of his faith that God was able to do what God said that he would do. And that opened the door. It drew him near. He believed. He adhered to. And it enabled him. It, it undergirded him with hope so that he was willing to take the risk as a leper, a castaway someone that nobody cared about and draw near to God, take the risk so that he could be healed. Anybody hearing me this morning? I don't know about you, but I have been in the experience where I felt like if, I, 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 if anybody knew the story, if anybody could see the, the experience, they might feel some kind of way that would make me feel uncomfortable. This man was coming to Jesus who could see, understand, and know everything about him, but he was willing to take the risk. I'm suggesting today that it, you've taken a risk with alcohol. You've taken a risk with drugs. You've taken a risk in relationships. You've taken all kinds of risks and did not get out of it what you thought you were going to get out of it. It's time for you and me to take a risk on the one who removes the risk and gives us the breakthrough. His name is the Lord Jesus Christ. Yes. By 
faith, yeah. you can get your healing. Mm -hmm. This man didn't have anything to lose. But if Jesus had been like everybody else, he would have turned around and run. Mm -hmm. But instead, he stretched out and touched him and made him new, clean, healed, so that not only was this man able to testify of what God was able to do for him, but you too will be able to testify if you come to him and allow him to heal you. Listen, you're walking around carrying this disease called unforgiveness. Come to Jesus so you can be healed. You're walking around carrying this stuff that happened years ago. Come to Jesus so that you can have life and have it more abundantly. This brother had every reason in the world not to come, but he came anyhow because he believed that Jesus could heal him. Listen, Jesus hadn't invited him. The disciples hadn't invited him, but he came by faith. Listen, I can only imagine how alone and ashamed he must have felt as he came alone as a leper to Jesus. But I want you to know something. There's a lot of lonely folk right now. There are a lot of folk who are alone in their homes because of coronavirus. And they would give anything for a touch. Well, I'm here to tell you today, maybe you still have to stay in your home for a while longer. Uh, before you can get a human touch. But there's one in that room with you right now who is able to reach out and touch you right where you are. And I encourage you to allow him to touch you. I encourage you to feel his touch. I encourage you to allow his breath upon your cheek and upon your ear as he says to you, come unto me, all you who labor in a heavy burden, and I will give you rest. He is able right now to wrap you. You ought to feel the warmth of his arms, even though you might be alone in that room. The Lord is right there with you, ready to wrap you in the warmth of his arms, to tell you that this is not going to last very much longer. Uh, it won't be long before you are able to get out with your friends, your brothers, your sisters, your loved ones, you'll be able to get back to what you do, but just hold on and let me hold you until the day comes when I open the door and say, now it's time you can walk out the door and know that you're going to be safe. But while you're where you are, I got you. I'll be with you. I'll talk to you. I'll walk with you. I'll encourage you. I'll strengthen you. I'll build you up. While the, the television and the news reports are trying to discourage you and even bring you down. So this morning, as we get ready to close, I just want to remind you, yes, we all need to be touched. It's a requirement in order to live healthy in our minds, in our spirits, and in our bodies. And yes, if you got somebody living in your home with you, that might be the only person that you're touching right now. But like that leper, it won't be long. If you put yourself in Jesus' hands, he will touch you. 
If we put our nation in Jesus' hands, he'll touch our nation. If we put this world in Jesus' hands, he'll touch this world. He is able to heal all of us, not just you and me, but those around us. Some folk that you haven't been praying for, but it's time to pray for them so that you can get your breakthrough too. I, I love this point that I'm about to close out with. Sometimes we are so focused on us that we don't give enough focus to those who we wouldn't pay attention to. But the reality of COVID-19, you better pray for your brother. You better pray for your sister. You better pray that the same thing that God makes available to bring healing to you is made available to those who you may never see in your life. But as long as that healing is open to all of us, that healing will work for each of us. So I'm closing out. I just want to remind you with this. Number one, come to Jesus while you have time. This is your moment. You may never get another chance. And when you come to him, don't come except that you fall down before him and worship him. Let him know who he is. Remind him that you recognize that he is King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Yeah. Let him know that you recognize that he sits high, but he looks low. Let him know that you know that he's the only one in all the universe who can touch you mm. and bring you out of darkness Thank into you. the marvelous light. Thank you, Lord. Worship him, y'all, because worship moves God and inclines God toward every worshiper. Mm. That's number one. Number two, I said this brother stepped out on faith in Christ Jesus. You need to do it. There's nobody, there is no thing. The bottom of a bottle can't solve it. A blunt can't solve it. Cracking up can't solve it. More Running from mate to mate and person to person can't solve it. Having your way is not the answer. Have, letting Jesus have his way. That's the only way that we can get the solution to what we're experiencing right now. Step out on faith in Christ Jesus and let him have his way. And as we get ready to close, the third point, victory over disease or every difficulty and challenge that comes in your life requires, let me say this again, R-E-Q-U-I-R-E-S. It requires that you and I adhere to, trust in, and rely upon Jesus Christ. There is no one, no thing, Nothing in all of the earth or even this universe that can deliver us, heal us, and give us our breakthrough except the Lord Jesus Christ. Stop looking to everybody else. Stop listening to everybody else. Stop turning to all of that other stuff and turn on to Jesus. Remember, when you turn on to him, worship him. That will incline his heart to you and, and, and step out on faith so that he can know that you're moving toward him. Like that, that brother who was a leper moved toward him. He stepped out on faith. And then he adhered to him. 
He relied upon him. He trusted in him. Yes. And he got his healing. Yes. Family, I want you to know God wants to heal you right now. Yes, and, and please, I pray that there is nobody sitting here listening to me thinking you're not sick. Maybe you don't have COVID-19 or leprosy. But I guarantee you, whether you like hearing this or not, all of us got some kind of sickness. There is something in our life that we don't have control over. It could be the way we think, the way we look, the way we walk, the way that we... Oh, my goodness. I, I, there was a season in my life where every other word that came out of my mouth would have embarrassed my parents. And, and, and maybe that's your disease. But I want to tell you what we do ought to honor God. And if what we're doing is not honoring God, it's time to draw near to him. Mm, come on. So that he can heal yes. us. Yes. And deliver us. So as I close, worship him. He'll draw near to you. He'll honor you. He'll give you your breakthrough. Believe and trust him by faith. Give him everything you got. Don't let go. Adhere. And be like uh, a tape that when you put it on something, you can't peel it off. That's what we're to be like with Jesus. Mm -hmm. Adhere to him, trust in him, and rely on him with everything that you have. Look, uh, there, I, I want you to be able to trust my word, but I'm human, and sometimes I might fail you, but God never fails. My God. Mm -hmm. I'm closing there. Never fails. That's important, Jesus. and as we think about 2021, we ought to be moving more in the direction of Jesus and less in our direction. This is, if we take our entrance into 2021 with this being urgent in our lives, I don't care what else comes against you. You're going to go through 2021 living on the mountaintop of victory mm. because Jesus Christ is going to be the one that touches you and makes you clean. May God bless you, heaven smile on you, and give you peace. And we ask that in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Now, before you go, I'm going to give the benediction in just a moment. However, I do want to take a few moments, and I want to offer to those of you who are not sure if you are saved, if you were to die right now,